Welcome to More, the podcast where Debbie will explore real-life applicable ways to get more out of your life. And here's Debbie. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next podcast. We are coming upon spring, and it's so beautiful to see the sun out. Some of the snow is starting to melt, and it's an exciting time. I love spring time. Um, It is the first day of daylight savings for us, and oh, I just love when we have longer days and shorter nights. It's just like a beginning, a new beginning. So I'm excited. Um, Today we're going to talk about the law of obedience by Raymond Hollywell. And there's some really good things in here. And I hope it provides some food for thought, makes you think about something, some things. So the first thing he says is to be ushered into turmoil, blindly toil a few years, and then go out into uncertainty is surely not the purpose of man's existence. So he says, we didn't come into the earth, come into the world to just have all this chaos around us, live for a few years, and then go out and not know anything. We are here for a reason. We are here to learn, to become godlike, to learn to treat each other better. And I believe so that when we do all those things, we can have all that God has to give us, which is beyond our ability to comprehend. Um, And then Hollywell says, man should be a builder, and to him is given all the materials out of which to construct the kind of life he desires to live. So we are here to create our life by design and create a life that we want to have and that we're excited about every day. And then he says that um, we build in wisdom or in ignorance according to our obedience, according to our understanding of the divine law, and then use it in daily life. So we build, the, we create the life that we want for ourselves. We, we are not puppets. We don't, we're not just subject to whatever happens, happens. We create our life by design. And so we need to understand that, that, and um, he says that um, as we learn the science of living and that's it's governed by laws um those laws are actually there to help us so if you think about um government laws the police um laws of the land like traffic laws especially right um if we didn't have those laws well listen to what he says here the more exacting the law the more certain the safety, prosperity, and happiness of him who fulfills the law's demands. So I know with kids, they always think, you're punishing me, you know? You're punishing me by, by putting this these expectations on me. But in reality, anybody who knows, and kids who have any common sense, they know that what their parents are doing are there to help them. So imagine if we didn't have traffic laws and any other laws. You know, imagine the, I think I've said this before, but the craziest, um, you know, um, traffic section in your town and imagine if there were no traffic lights, how, how chaotic would it be? People wouldn't even get through. We would have accidents upon accidents and all of those things are there to protect us and to save us. So those, those things are there for our benefit. 
And we can't see them as something negative. We have to see them as what they are there for is to free us. Because when we have the traffic light, everybody goes through. There's no, there's rarely, much less often accidents, right? Not never accidents, but much less off, much less often. In fact, there oftentimes there are accidents because people weren't following the law. People tried to get through the yellow quickly, or they tried to grow when it was still red, thinking they could make it, or whatever thing happens. A lot of times when we have an accident, it's because we broke a law. So any laws that are out that are are out there are there to protect to protect us. And you know, think of it: when we break these laws, we suffer. So we need to think of the the laws that we've been learning about on this podcast. We need to think of them as um, we need to work with the law. That's kind of what the title of the book is: working with the law. We need to go with the laws instead of against them. And we will see that these laws are there to help us. And there's so many of them, you know, the law of abundance, the law, these are different laws than maybe we've thought about before, but the law of abundance, the law of non-resistance, the law of cause and effect, the law of vibration. And so as we learn and grow and try to understand these laws, they will free us and give us more safety, prosperity, and happiness than we knew before. Hollywell says in this chapter that um, we are dependent entirely on obedience for our success or failure in this life. So however obedient we are to whatever laws uh, determines is the word I'm looking for our success or failure in this life. So you know, if, if we're not kids, if we're older, a little bit older, it doesn't matter, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, you know, and if you're a kid and you're learning these things, wow, opportunity, What? that's why I'm doing this is for my students, what a great opportunity to learn these things, right? Um, but if we're not kids, we're, we're, we're learning these things new. And just think how kids learn over and over and over again. So don't beat yourself up if you're breaking these laws, like the law of non-resistance, like we resist things so much and we have to keep being reminded. We have to keep listening to things. We have to keep learning over and over how we can apply this to our lives. Um, but nothing is more important than learning these laws. And I believe they're God's laws. Um, and we just need to take it a day at a time, just like a toddler. They fall, and they don't get discouraged. Toddler learning to walk, they fall. They fall down. They get back up. They're excited to try again, right? So every time we break the law of non-resistance or the law of vibration, and we, we're attracting the law of attraction, we, bring, we attract things that we don't want in our lives because we're thinking about those things too much, then don't worry about it. You know, little by little, a little becomes a lot, and we are growing and learning. So don't be so hard on yourself, but we can learn these things and we can get better at them and we can change our lives and we can create our life by design. Another great section in this chapter, he says, if we are to obey the spirit within us rather than the conditions about us. So we need to be looking to what we want inside, inside of ourselves and not be so 
worried about all the conditions around us. He says, so I'm going to repeat that. If we are to obey the spirit within us, rather than the conditions about us, then the law requires us to first think things into existence from the within before we shall see them on the without. So our, you know, law of attraction, visualization, meditation, what are you looking for? What are you attracting into your life? Are you attracting the things that you want? Do you think about what you want instead of what you're so worried that's going to happen? You know, what do you spend time thinking about? Um, What adjectives do you use to describe yourself? Think of all the adjectives that you might say, how you describe yourself. Own the good ones. Discard the bad ones. You know, doesn't mean that you're still not going to work on improving, but like see yourself accomplishing the things that you want to accomplish. See yourself having the life by design that you want, going to the places that you want, having the job that you want, having the family that you want, you know, living where you want, doing everything that you would like to do. See yourself that. He says, if you plant a turnip seed, Nature does not produce produce tomatoes, potatoes. If you plant a corn seed, nature does not make a mistake and bring forth a giant oak tree. On the same reasoning, if you plant thoughts of worry, the law you obey will you give you something to worry about. It will produce more and more circumstances to increase your worries. If you think of dis-ease and lack, you will receive exactly what you're expecting. Whatever law you obey will in a turn serve you. The most important thing then is to know what to obey. If you're going to try out for a team and you just know you're not going to make it, well, that's what's going to happen. If you go to a job interview and you're just sure that they're not going to give you the job because you don't have the qualifications. You know, and then, you know, that's breaking the law of non-resistance too because we're, you know, we're resisting those three things. There's a quote that's on a, on a plaque. Trusting is God is not believing that God can. It is knowing that God will. So we have to work on what do we think about? Where are we putting our mind? What do we expect in our life? Are we, are, do we have high expectations? You know, at school, I just listened to, I was just listening to something this week and they said the teachers that have high expectations for students, those kids fare better in every instance, you know, and my, a colleague of mine and I have high expectations and a colleague of mine was talking about a fellow colleague who has really high expectations too. And she talks about how, um, the kids just, the, the, the one colleague always says, Oh, I'm second in to this other teacher because as high as those expectations are, and as much as that teacher requires, they're her favorite teacher. And often kids go from teacher to teacher and the new one's the favorite, right? But this teacher says, no, I'm second to this other teacher because they have such high expectations. Do you have those same high expectations of yourself? and what you expect in your life, and what you want for your life. And in here, Hollywell says, man was born naked, and he dies in that nakedness. We come with nothing, and we leave with nothing. We don't take anything, any physical possession with us. It doesn't go with us. 
but learning the laws, refining our characters, creating more of our lives, that will go with us. And then he says that thousands of people today are held in bondage to the idea that they must be helped by others. Um, I think I lived the first 30 years of my marriage like this, thinking that I, I was dependent on my husband for whatever he wanted. And I'm starting to learn that that's not necessary. I can have what I want. You know, it doesn't have to be, I felt like, okay, I'm bonded to my husband now. I, can, I only do what he does, but no, I can do what I want right? You can create the life that you want. And as you obey the law of fear instead of the law of God, you're going to have more burdens. If you are obedient to the laws, you will not suffer these burdens to be heaped high upon you. You'll live in the present. So you don't have to, you don't have to worry. You don't have to fear like, oh, I blew it today. I didn't, I blew, I broke the law of non-resistance or I broke the law of attraction, you know, don't take so much on to yourself. Let the, you can let the past go. Trust, trust the laws because the more that you work on it, the better it gets. And don't worry about the how, just move forward. And in a meditation that I've been doing, the, the guy in the meditation talks about it. It's okay. Don't worry when you're meditating, if you get off track, oh, I'm not a good meditator. He said, the more that you get off track, that's your chance to get back, Right. So that's how these laws work. So you break it. So you forget. Then you come back, you try again, you get stronger. That's building your mental muscle, right? So this paragraph is so good in this chapter. If you are obedient to the law, you will not suffer these burdens to be heaped high upon you. These aren't going to be burdens to you. You will live in the present, do your highest duty every day and forget the past and let the future take care of itself. So you live in the now. The purpose of mindfulness, live in the now. Don't worry about the past. Don't worry about the future. Don't worry about the how. And that's the great thing about the laws. You don't have to worry. And really the laws is God. God will take care of everything. He will. And then he says, for to trust the law, you must know of its guidance by experience and practice. So you have to trust it. And the more that you work at it, the more that you're going to understand it. And the more you're going to trust it. To those who have not learned this guidance, the experience must be acquired. God does not require you to follow his leading on blind trust. Behold the evidence of an invisible intelligence pervading everything, even your own mind and body. I think this paragraph is also really powerful. He says, Disobedience to the law is refusal to do what we know is right. So the opposite of obedience is disobedience. So you're not disobedient if you make a mistake. You're not disobedient if you blow it. Disobedience is when you willfully choose not to try. So when you're trying and you fall and you make a mistake, you're still getting better. He says, we all know the right, but we do not always do it because it seems to interfere or delay our immediate attainment of the object we see. We want quick returns, especially in today's world, right? With the internet and everything that we have, we want it right now. We forget that the law moves slowly, yet it works perfectly and well. And you, th- you look at growing a seed, right? It doesn't grow overnight, 
it's so slow, you can't even see it moving. But it is moving. And so don't lose faith or hope in yourself that you're not growing. You don't feel like you're growing and changing. Um, so you really are, you just have to keep going at it. That's like with the meditation. Sometimes you don't feel like you're doing anything, but you know, little by little, I just love that quote, little by little, a little becomes a lot. So I had two cool experiences this week and it doesn't always happen this way, but it happened this week. And so much of it is dependent on your faith. I think too, in belief, law of attraction, like what, what are you, what are you thinking about? So I'm always trying to figure out ways to help my kids. And I had, you know, two things come up. So just praying to know what to do to help them. One thing I was praying about my son, what could I do to help him? And um, I usually pray after I get off the treadmill. But this time I decided to pray before I got on the treadmill and maybe something would come while I was on the treadmill and I was reading my book that I always read. And it's crazy because I've been reading this book for a while and it's been hard for me to get through it. And, um, I've been pretty consistent lately and I just happened to read this exact page that matched exactly with what he was dealing with, um, that day on the treadmill. And I truly believe that God works in mysterious ways and these things happen. And um, I was able to share that with him. Now he's a teenager. He didn't say a thing to me. And whether it helped or not, I don't know. But I do believe that I attracted that to my life. And God answered my prayer. Because I believed that I would get an answer. Now, not always do we get every answer that we want. It's not easy. Life's not perfect. You know what I mean? But those are like the little tender mercies that tell me that God's there. Um, Same thing with my daughter needed help. And so I was praying for something and found what I felt is exactly what she needed. As soon as I sent it to her, she was like, oh, I loved that. I listened to it twice and I sent it to a friend. So You know, I didn't get any response from my son, but I did get a response from my daughter. But both of those were things that I was like looking for ways to help my children and God answered. So to me, the laws are God. These laws are God and being obedient, praying every day, trying to do my best, following these laws, trying to control my mind, trying to control what I think about. That's those are the things that dictate what happens to your life. So in Jeremiah, it says, obey my voice and I will be your God and you shall be my people. And, um, in Job, um, Hollywell ends with, if they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. And you have to take action. You can't just hear and do nothing. You have to make changes. You have to do the things that you need to do and you will be blessed. It doesn't mean that life's always going to be easy, but you will be blessed. So this is what I got from the law of obedience. I hope that you like it. I hope that you can share it. And that's something that will benefit your life. Um, I hope you all have a great week. I hope that spring 
is a new beginning for you and that you really work to bring these laws into your life and to have more. And I appreciate all of you and I appreciate your feedback. I appreciate your listening. I love to see the numbers and I hope that you'll share and I hope that you'll grow the podcast and make it all that it can be for anybody who needs it. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you.